Hello and welcome to Castable. This is the podcast which brings on brilliant guests to pitch their dream music festival. My name is Matt Hoss and I'm the host and I'm here to guide you around their festival. Today's guest is content creator, writer, an actor and an all-round star. It's Lola Jager. Hello, Lola. Oh, that's so nice. Do you want to introduce me all the time? Because I like that. <laughs> yeah, I will do. Yeah, like it, I, I absolutely. Yeah, I, I come to every event as well. Like, even Please. if, like, like, in the post-COVID world, like uh, if you're at a bar and you know, oh, yeah, this is like, it. This is Lola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dating when I'm on my new dates, so I just click my fingers. You show up and introduce me, and then I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> it might, might sound an odd tone if I turn you up and be like, all right, this is Lola, all right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like a guardian Love angel. It. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, thanks for having me. Uh, well, uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, how are you doing today, Lola? I'm very well. Yeah, I'm considering, you know, the kind of current climate, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm here, I'm strong, and, and I'm grateful. I'm happy to be here. Good thank to you. hear. Uh, well, um, well, let's get into it, because uh, mm-hmm. today we're going to be talking about uh, music and festivals, but let's start off with the basics. So if someone were to ask you, what kind of music are you into, how do you typically uh. respond? What a question. Um, <laughs> do you know what? Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, I'm one of those people that I don't always really have straightforward answers no. because I, I don't really consider myself as a straightforward person. Yeah. So my answer to that would be it really just depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Where am I? Am I angry? Am I sad? <laughs> am I heartbroken? Yeah. Am I trying to go down memory lane? Mm-hmm. But I'd say, like, I'd say for the most part, my music taste is more, like, minimal like I like like a lot of instrumentals, melodies. Mm-hmm. Then I like to throw it back and go backwards. More of some of my childhood favorites, like you know, Mystique or mm-hmm. like Destiny Child, that kind of thing. But I would say like my music taste. I really appreciate like instruments and stuff. So things mm-hmm. that I can actually listen to and go deeper beyond the words. I appreciate those kind of sounds. So I think what you said already is deeply fascinating because uh, you. I think we're quite similar in the way that music is a reflection of our mood and also yeah. it can make you feel things like uh, yeah. it can pull you out of a mood into a different mm-hmm. one but also can um really envelop the uh, the mood that we're already in but, but also like the, I, I love the musicality of things like especially like i've in the last couple of years i've really gotten to like uh, original soundtracks and stuff like that and mm-hmm. just that uh, just mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like hearing the music it's quite passive in, in that way and, and yeah and, uh, i love that kind of thing um so but I, I, I love the how, how you have different musics for different emotions as well. Uh, but what, what kind of music do you listen to when you're angry? Do you know what? To be honest with you, if I'm angry, that's when I'd pull out a chill out playlist, you know? Okay, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I wouldn't like find something to match my anger. It yeah. would just kind of like. And I, I don't want. Be, I'm not angry all the time. But, you know, I'm just just make it very clear. But if I'm feeling a bit stressed and a bit anxious, yeah. maybe that's the right word to use. I would pull for something a bit more slower, a bit more melodic, that kind of thing. I think you answered that with a lot of grace and elegance there, because I was kind of hoping you say yes, yeah, Slipknot, and like. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was I just I just because you you're a very delightful person Lola and I, was just, I was kind of like because I just wanted to hear what the angry side was as well oh but, sorry yeah. sorry to disappoint <laughs> well, well what I'll do I'll reintroduce you and then yes. we'll do that bit again <laughs> yeah. brilliant stuff do you play any instruments Lola do I play them properly or or pretend like <laughs> how you depends like depends that's what I'm saying I yeah. don't have straightforward answers it really does depend like I can play anything really badly really good 
I mean, it's subjective, you know. My okay. mum would say I'm great, but... <laughs> imagine, imagine that... Let's go back to the date scenario and someone asks you, oh, so do you, uh, do you play the drums? And be like, yeah, I can play the drums. Really badly. But like, yeah. And then, then you go, right, I've got a drum kit in my house. Yeah, play. And you're just like... Oh, yeah, I just can't play drums. Yeah, I mean, okay, no, no. To be honest, to be serious, no, I... I mean, I did violin lessons in primary school. But I kind of like blagged my way through it because I still didn't know how to read music. Yeah. But I I kind of like got the melody in tune in my head, mm-hmm. figured out the strings mm-hmm. and then played, but then told my teacher and I was reading the music. Yeah. But I kind of got like caught out when he changed the song and was like, okay, I yeah, read this. And I didn't know yeah. what to do. So I would say, like, I'm good with, like, listening to something mm-hmm. and then I can probably, like, copy it if mm-hmm. I figure out where the keys are. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually think that's more impressive that you're able to really? le- remember the song and also learn it off by heart. Because like, I actually, again, similarly, I, I can't, I, I'm really bad at sight-reading music as well. Like, that's right. I, I started off with guitar when I was 14 with no real kind of music knowledge, really, apart from basic stuff. But, like, um, and I like guitar because uh, with a tab, it's, like, basically the six strings uh, uh, mm-hmm. as a tab and I just tell you like, play this one this this and this and it's very straightforward and I like it like it, it's just like do this then this and this you can figure it yeah. out but like with um, music for keyboard I started learning keyboard about two years ago and I haven't really right. advanced that far because right. it's like I don't know what note you want me to play because fi- right. I think I'm playing the right one but I don't know right. it doesn't sound right. like it does it right yeah I totally see and empathise with that but um, if, if you could if you could be a master of any instrument like straight away clicking your fingers which one would you pick Ooh. bass guitar <gasps> bass guitar why bass oh. bass guitarists I think they're so overlooked so underrated mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. but you remove a bass guitar sound from a track that has bass mm-hmm. that comp- changes the song completely mm-hmm. and I think people that like play bass they're cool like they don't say much but they're just like boom, 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 you know <laughs> but they just they're I feel like they're just the glue to everything mm-hmm. I I like that I like the element of being able to kind of like add extra spice to a song mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to say that no one, no one else can, but there's something about the bass guitar that I just think is just, that sound is sick. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, listen to it like a, a song about bass is very underwhelming, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah like, uh, I think there's that kind of the, the stereotype that the bassist gets overlooked. And yeah, it's true as well. And uh, especially in like rock bands as well, you, you have mm. the guitarist, you have the lead singer. You've got and, the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> and the bass guy, I yeah, know, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, so um, we're going to be talking about... Um, um, festivals very soon but have you been to many festivals in your life do you know what before I used to I used to be ashamed to say no <laughs> but as I've grown up I've owned my laziness and <laughs> I've just been like you know what I'm too as much as I love music I'm lazy at the same time <laughs> like I'm one of those people like I'm just a massive oxymoron like I always say I am the most laziest hard-working person you probably <laughs> ever meet and I think when it comes to festivals, it's just like, I just think, oh, God, I'm going to have to stand up. Oh, God, what about when I need to go to the toilet? Oh, God, it's going to be so long. <laughs> but, um, but I have been to about two. Mm-hmm. Um, one was literally across the road, technically. Because <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah. where I grew up, I grew up in um, southwest London. Mm-hmm. There's a massive park in Streatham Common. I think it was Kiss, you know, Kiss 100, yeah. like Kiss the Air. They did a 
a festival there and I literally just opened my window and I got it was free so that was great right, hold on hold on so did you did you pay to go to the festival did you open a window because that's two separate things <laughs> I mean I paid I paid council tax so technically <laughs> you know I just you know, it's part of the council tax fee, surely. You know, and they locked off the road as well. So, but yeah, so no, I, I, that was nice. I was comfort my home. Genuinely. <laughs> Sorry. We, we've been doing this for about three, four seasons at this point, and uh, I've never ever heard someone before saying, "Well, I'll pay council tax." That's, that's yeah. the same thing. It's a, it's a great defence. Yeah, uh, you know what? Like, uh, oh, that's fair. <laughs> and I probably paid ex more more than everyone else in that festival anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. 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 If anything, I, you should go up free tickets. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I have no. If the one effect, no, I, I haven't been to a, a other than that one. No, I joke aside. Other than that one, like that one, and I went to one. I think it was Garage Nation. Mm-hmm. I was dragged to that one. I had an all right time. Mm-hmm. I can't exactly remember when it was. <laughs> um, but those two, I would say, or that one. But concerts I've been to. That sounds great. And hopefully at your festival, what we're going to uh, afterwards, <laughs> there will be a window I can listen out from as well, from, my, from the safety of my flat. <laughs> listen, let's make it a thing, man. <laughs> well, maybe like we can talk about it in the next section, but maybe yeah. it could be like a lockdown festival. Well, there's just bands playing and everyone's just like listening from yeah. the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's a perfect time to head over to the next part of the uh, festival where we, uh, Mm -hmm. let's go and set up camp. Hello and welcome to season three of Castival. Great to have you back. If you like what we do, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts and write us a little kind review. Also, why don't you share our podcast? Tell a friend about it. Word of mouth really helps spread the world, so please help us do that. Why don't you tweet us at Castival Podcasts and drop me a follow at Comedy. Why don't you watch me on Twitch at Matt Comedy? If you like sci-fi books, why don't you buy my book called Purify from www.matthousecomedy.com. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Cheers. Castable, if you can hear me, I want you to sing along. Go for it. One more time. So Lola, do you know what the name of your festival is? Yeah, it's called the Chill Out Festival. Oh, I, I imagine you're going to be very angry during this as well. <laughs> so it's a chill out festival, but with some twists and turns. So yeah, Chill Out Festival, and uh, and that's that's pretty straightforward. It's like it, it does what it says on the tin, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So do you feel like you're quite um, your music taste is quite chilled out? I would say at this point of my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, my 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 music of choice is something that's a bit more minimal. I like a lot of house. Mm-hmm. I like um some minimal house. I also like just as I said like instrumentals. Just have some melodies playing mm-hmm. whilst I'm cleaning and stuff like that. Yeah. So I would say pretty chilled at the moment. You referred a couple of times like at the moment it's quite chilled, but like uh, yeah. so as a younger person, did you did you feel that you had a bit more of a anarchic taste in music? You mean pre-lockdown? Because I was young after before lockdown. Yeah, well, I mean, any time. Because you said at the moment it's quite chilled out, but was there a time yeah. in your life where it's been quite bombastic in that way? Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, my uni days. Mm-hmm. Like, uni days, Swedish House Mafia was big. Yeah. Fly Like a G6 was big. Yeah. You know, um, that kind of, like, 
housey but party kind of sound mm-hmm. i was listening to a lot of that um i was also listening to you know some of my r&b classics mm-hmm. you know still do listen dibble dabble here and there so yeah i'd say a mixture of those two i'd say because again i was at uni i was a student so yeah. a lot of the djs were playing that kind of club classics kind of vibe so yeah and also i think uh, so i was never really part of that um uh, i didn't listen to a lot of those house music uh, i wasn't like i kind of a clubby person but yeah. when i did go out i did listen to them and listening yeah. to them now really really nostalgic as well yeah. like, i can yeah. appreciate them now for a different reason uh, exactly yeah, exactly exactly so we have the chill out festival mm-hmm. whereabouts geographically is the chill out festival um it's somewhere very open (laughs) like very open field because it's kind of like you're laughing already i just just love it it's it's an open field and across my house yeah exactly it's somewhere open though but you know what the chill out festival is somewhere it's it's designed for a specific type of person (laughs) you really enjoy music but you like chilling at the same time yeah so it's for that like lazy festival goer yeah so very open and and the reason why it's very open is because there's a lot of different tents Mm -hmm. for different experiences you can have within this festival cool so uh, what kind of different festival experiences can you have because you take us through them yeah so basically the chill out festival is kind of designed like a retreat mm-hmm. so all the staff are dressed in like really cool <laughs> linen white linen you, you're kind of greeted with a cup of tea <laughs> but then you can also like have like little shots as well for you if you would love more of an alcoholic yeah. beverage yeah you walk in you may see i don't know like a waterfall in one of the um, <laughs> tents, you may see a projection of a sunset on the other yeah. um, tent, and you have really you have like these pods that are scattered around, right? <laughs> yeah. So you and your friends can go into a pod, and there's a jukebox. Yeah. So it's up, you can actually have your own little mini kind of chill out festival yeah. kind of vibe in your your mm-hmm. pod. Or you can connect your iPhone and play your music. But the main attraction of this kind of um, chill out festival is one of the experiences, some some of the experiences you can have. So you can get a massage, Mm -hmm. you can get a pedicure, (laughs) you could do meditation, you can get your back rubbed by listening to some really nice chilled music. (laughs) And we also have a a, a section that um, a lot of people like come in for creatives, yeah? Mm -hmm. Especially in the music industry. So it kind of works a little bit like an open mic Okay, night, but it's yeah. more for music mm-hmm. so if you know how to play an instrument there's like five instruments to play from you you pick up a specific color cup <laughs> yeah yeah right so then all the audience have all these different color cups and then the, the host is just like okay um i'm gonna pick a color out of this hat mm-hmm. if you have a green a red and orange come up on stage mm-hmm. so you may then have a drummer a guitarist and a uh, someone that plays piano and it's their task to just place a melody that they all vibe off from Mm-hmm. And then we also introduce a singer to the stage yeah. and a word is thrown to him or her mm-hmm. and they have to start a song using that word. Yeah. And then like we, you end up having like three rounds and then all of these little groups then have to battle and then they get to win £500 split between them. That's amazing. There's a lot going on there. Firstly, yes. I, I imagine that you've definitely picked up the cup for the drummer because you can definitely play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but no, I, I, but I think that's a great idea, though. It's kind of like a, it's a festival spirit in terms of like get everyone. It's communal, isn't it? It's, it's, it's about yes. like creating stuff together, jamming, and it's kind of like yeah. improv as well. I like, yes, I, I, yes, I like yes. that as well. It's, I think that's my comedy side coming in. Like mm-hmm. I like improv and that kind of thing. So I would love to go to an event like that. I'm just I just created a festival I would love to go to <laughs> because I can sit down, be an audience member. Yeah. Be inspired, listen to something new, network. And it's also a great place to network as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes, obviously, you're going to a music festival for a reason, to listen to some music. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's a great place to network. And if you're single, you might need to hear somebody to chat them up. So because there's not so much loud, loud music. You can kind of have a conversation, and who knows? You can meet your boat. You can meet your new partner. Okay, there's a there's a couple of <laughs> right. So there was a couple of red flags in what you said. I, I was willing to look past them, but firstly, you've pit, uh, in the first part you pitch a spa. You're like, you know, let's have a nice chill out. But then you're gonna go. This is just a dating situation for you. So you're just trying to get, get hooked up. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just catering for every kind of yes, goer that may potentially be there. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's That's such all. a politician's answer, there. Yes. <laughs> very well played, Lola. <laughs> very well played. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Joking aside, I actually think all those ideas are really good. It's uh, definitely something different. We haven't had a castle, but in the best way possible. It's very and oh. um, um, yeah, we get to see the uh, uh, personality of uh, Lola shining through here. It's really nice. Yeah. So, how many people roughly would you like at your festival? All everyone collectively, I would say. It's it's, it's quite an exclusive event. <laughs> So, you know, only the, the the best of the chill out community is there. Yeah. You know? so, if, so I would say exclusively like mm, 500 max. Okay, yeah. And then um, you can only come if you were, you were referred by a friend. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like a speakeasy. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. And would you be the ones, would you like invite a, like a set of friends first and then it gets spread like that? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, would I be allowed to come, Lola? <coughs> <laughs> wow. No, of course, of no, course, no, yeah, of course. No, no. You, you get, you, whatever, mate, whatever. You know no, what? are you willing to wear white linen? Because you have to wear white linen if you come. <laughs> Am I a staff member now? <laughs> yes. You could check people's tickets as they come in. <laughs> well, that's actually... I've asked you if I can come. I didn't get a yes, but what I got was, uh, you can work here, you can volunteer at my festival. And that's not that's not you can come, that's a you can work for free. Yeah, uh, I mean... Wow, I mean... You know what? What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna um, say, I'm gonna build a house nearby, open up the window, and listen to it. So. You can't. That's why it's an open space. It's a field. You have to get on it. You have to have tr- a certain like. You have to have transit to get to this place. You can't just show up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and finally, is there any camping at your festival? No. Are you not a fan of camping? I've never done it. Mm-hmm. So. And remember, I'm lazy and I think about a lot of things like <laughs> toilets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So if you're mean, if you're free to stay, but you can't stay in the festival, if you want to, I mean, it's not on my responsibility to run. If you don't want to go home, that's fine. But <laughs> you can't sleep in it. The minute it's 11 o'clock, you've got to get out. <laughs> You're just there with your watch, like, come on, all right. Yeah, just, yeah. Brush them away, like, shoo, yeah. shoo them off. Yeah, I mean, 
free country you could do whatever you want to be honest but <laughs> it's, a, it's a, you know it's an open field uh, that, yeah. that famous expression um <laughs> Okay, uh, well, I think it's time to head over to uh, uh, the main stage of your festival and see which artists that you have played. About to drop some matters like I know I should But I just remember that I left it in the club I don't know how I'll get my high I take a look around and know I sigh But then my salvation, it comes through Cause I'm inhaling pure O2 Cause I'm going into the oxygen tank Cause I'm going into the that was actually quite disappointing. How long is your festival? Is it one day, three days? Any any custom length? It's three days because mm-hmm. I, um, some people may not be able to, you know, get everything done in one day. Mm-hmm. Especially like with the the activities that you can do. Mm-hmm. They have a planner, so someone will be like, okay, day one, I might want to get a massage Mm -hmm. and then go into the main bit or, um, you know, just give them time just to have all the experiences. And I will obviously have to, um, uh, I I will have to liaise with the other staff to kind of do that because obviously now (laughs) as a staff member. Yeah, we've got to check your rotor as well, yeah, make sure that we can actually accommodate, accommodate you elsewhere. Uh, Lola, I haven't actually uh, got my paycheck from this yet. Can you, can you check the paycheck? Uh, can you speak to HR? Are you, you send a message. They'll be back in three to five working days. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of odd festivals here, but this is the f- uh, and some of them get corrupt, some of them get very uh, very strict. But this is the oh, first really? one where there's kind of like uh, there's corporate mismanagement here. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you bring a different vibe to it. I love it. Oh, um, thanks. So, tell us about the first day. Is it a Friday? Your first day starts? Yes. So, it's Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, the first day, we're introduced to the festival. We just... we First day is more just getting... Setting the vibe. This is a place for you to chill, but mm-hmm. also have a good time as well. So, it's it's basically almost like heaven on mm-hmm. earth. Yeah, do you get mm-hmm. that? Absolutely. And uh, it has a very tranquil vibe. Exactly. Well. Tranquility at its finest with a splash of bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why we're all dressed in white as well. Exactly. I, 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 I'm essentially an angel. So, yes. Uh, brilliant. Um, so, yeah, heaven and earth. Uh, so, we are first day. Uh, which artist is going to start off your uh, festival? Okay. Well, I really like Jesse J. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I really love some Jessie. Yeah. Um, I've been following Jessie's career for a while, even like now she's obviously over in America and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like Jessie because a lot of her songs, she, although she may not put out acoustic versions of her songs, a lot mm-hmm. of her v- songs are available in acoustic version. And that's the ones that I tend to listen to a lot as well. Oh, really? um, on YouTube, yeah, she's put mm-hmm. out loads of acoustic versions of all her like really, really great songs because she's a, an amazing vocalist. So mm-hmm. um, I would have her, like, headlining the event. Okay. And she's a great live performer. You get yeah. what is on the cam with Jessie. Mm-hmm. She's not auto-tuned up. Mm-hmm. She doesn't sound like a robot. She sounds amazing live. 
I'm, I'm actually glad you said Jesse J, because I don't think, uh, I don't believe anyone's picked Jesse J before. I actually have a weird affinity with Jesse J, and that's, because um, I, I live in uh, North Yorkshire, and uh, I, I, I grew up there as well, and very rarely would I go to London, but when I was a teenager, I started going a bit more, and I, um, when I was about 14, 15, um, this is... I don't think I come across as an alpha male in this, uh, Lola, but, like, I went with my mum to uh, on the National Express to uh, go and see the live version of Britain's Next Top Model. And, okay. Uh, and basically there was a catwalk with all, all the girls who uh, participated, and it was actually banging the bed, and Jessie J, before she was famous, uh, played at that ah. gig, and I, I remember being blown, blown away. away. But, wow. Yeah, like, genuinely, it's like, right. wow, that's, that's right. incredible. And uh, I, I can't remember what she sang, but it, it was mesmerising. It was memorable. Exactly, and that's the experience see how you remember when you was a wee little boy now you're a grown man you remember (laughs) that's exactly what we want with my customers you hear our voice you're like "Ah." yeah I like how you say it. when I was a little boy. That was actually last year. But like, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was, yeah, I've grown a lot since. It's, it's been a harsh year. But, uh, yeah, I know. But yeah, so um, uh, yeah, when did you start getting to Jessie J and uh, what does she mean to you? I've kind of always been a fan of Jessie from when I can remember. Um, I don't think Jessie and I are too far off in age, to be honest with you. So I'd say when she started getting a bit popular online... I mean, popular on the TV is when I was Mm -hmm. first introduced to her music. But I would say, like, again, I really appreciate singers as well. And I have a lot of friends who are singers, ironically. Mm -hmm. And at the time, Jessie was someone who stood out amongst my friendship circle for Mm -hmm. her vocal range, her depth. She, you know, she just is so phenomenal. And we always kind of have this conversation where, in my personal opinion, I think, like, the UK didn't know what kind of talent they had with Jessie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that I've always kind of been a massive fan of her music um, and hearing her live performances, watching her live performances has just made me just so in love with her. And she's got such a beautiful personality as well from what we mm-hmm. from what she shows anyway. And she's yeah. from London. Well, I don't know if she's from London, but it's nice to like mm-hmm. hear someone with a familiar accent that doesn't yeah. necessarily like live across in America as yeah. usually it is. Mm-hmm. And she is like just an example of you can make it she's an ordinary girl mm-hmm. with this great talent and voice that's had it that's made it an amazing career for herself so that's really inspiring to me as well is it important to have that connection with that person in music or is it is it just um is this a one-off with jesse J? or is it do you need to have that connection for it to be important for you in music um I wouldn't say it has to be. It's nice mm-hmm. because it, it makes me just that bit more invested. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can easily still listen to your music and I may not know anything about your personal life and upbringing and still appreciate your talent. But I, I but it's always nice to kind of know a bit where someone's come from. Absolutely. Just makes you a bit more, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think investment's such a big thing in music as well, and uh, mm. to hear um, like a similar life to like you've lived, and uh, yeah, I think that's that's really important and uh, brilliant. So with Jesse J uh, headlining, mm-hmm. I think that's a great um, Friday night headlining. That should be really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, who else is playing on that day? Okay, so. I also, as I said, I like a lot of, like, chill and house. So there's this, like, he's not a singer, but he's a producer. His name's Black Coffee. Yeah, Black Coffee. Yeah, Yeah, and he is from South Africa. He's a South African producer. Mm -hmm. And the thing I love about Black Coffee that a lot of his fans or a lot of people don't know is actually he's actually got an amputated arm. Oh, really? Yes. So he he plays and 
all his music with one hand mm-hmm. and creates all his beats and all everything with one hand. Oh, wow. So for a long time, like, people that's known Black Coffee because he does a lot of house events and mm-hmm. stuff, they're like, why is one of his arms always down? Like, mm-hmm. what's the, the story behind that? And then, um, like, one day they were like, yeah, he actually only has one arm. So I thought that was remarkable. Mm-hmm. And um, he's had such an amazing career before doing like collabs with Drake and, you Mm -hmm. know, like all these kind of like Americans, like him over in the um, South African kind of house scene. He is like the pioneer for that kind of minimal Mm -hmm. um, tech sound with some Afro um, hums in there as well, which I like as well. So Mm -hmm. I think he would definitely set the tone for the chill kind of vibey that I'm going for. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got to be honest, uh, with uh, Black Coffee, didn't really know any of his work beforehand. But I also think that it's really great to have that because, like, in terms of, like, uh, producers, I don't think producers or, like, uh, DJs don't get enough credit on this oh, podcast as well. Like, like obviously, I think uh, Headliner Max are really wonderful and a lot of bands have made it themselves. But also, like, the producers do a lot of the work, and which is rarely, like, I think producers um, are kind of the, they, they're the last to be thanked, but also the, the, the latest to be working as well. Like, yes. they're, they're the yeah. ones who uh, do a lot of the legwork. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and um, it's, so I listen to a lot of the, a lot of different artists working Black Coffee, and there's yeah. that similar... Uh, not similar sound, but like the, there's a the theme throughout, and it, it it's yeah. it's re- it's really good to listen to to yeah. that, and uh, I was yeah. I, and I, that fits so well with Chill That Festival. As exactly, well. yeah, absolutely. I think the sound, so the type of sound it is, is called Ama Piano, and it's yeah, it's um as I said, it's like a more of a South African, um, their take on house. If you like house music, different people, different countries have their own kind of versions of house, mm-hmm. but in in more of in the Africa they love some house but then you do get some of the traditional instruments involved in their house be it the drums or sometimes it's chants Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like traditional kind of um songs sang in that particular part of africa that they'd used Mm -hmm. through the beats as well so it kind of like takes you to a really like different space and it unlocks a lot of your senses and you're hearing like different Mm -hmm. things that you don't usually typically hear like on your mainstream radio and i like that stuff that's amazing and uh i've got a i think after this i'm gonna listen to a lot more black coffee and uh yeah, yeah if you want to chill out yeah. he's the guy yeah i was gonna make a really bad joke there lol i was gonna say and hopefully black coffee is my cup of tea and, yeah. I, 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 but I, I i'm not sure if i want to slip the landing to be honest uh, i'm not i i, I doubt, there was doubt in my voice <laughs> <laughs> so when did you first come into contact with Black Coffee? I first came into contact with Black Coffee, I would say, when I was... Well, I definitely, off the record, wasn't allowed to go clubbing. <laughs> that type of age. Yeah. But my cousin was of age, mm-hmm. and I'm two years younger than her. Yeah, yeah. So she bought back... I think she went out and then... But sometimes when you used to go on a night out, like there'll be promoters outside and they'll give you like a, D- a CD mm-hmm. to promote their next event. So there was a time that we were together and she was in her car and she was like, oh, have you heard of like South African House? Mm-hmm. Because at the time it was Funky House that was I was listening to mainly in the UK. Yeah. And I was like, South African House, what's that? And then she started playing some songs and I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. We didn't have Shazam at the time. <laughs> we're not South African, so we don't understand any word that they're saying. Yeah. We don't know who's playing. So we'd literally like try and transcribe the song and put it on Google and search for the lyrics. Yeah. We got close enough. We got hit, Black Coffee, um, YouTubed it 
found it and were like, ah, oh, this is this guy. Then we just then I just started becoming a fan since then. Oh, I love I love that story because it's kind of yeah. like you have to do the detective work and you also exactly. don't know, you don't know what you're looking at and yeah I I've definitely uh, done stuff like that it it was a certain time period where like the technology wasn't quite advanced enough to kind of pick it up instantaneously yeah. but yeah. also yeah yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, I've definitely done something like that before as well we're yeah. just kind of like typing away maybe this or like when you get a lyric stuck in your head and you just try and type it out <laughs> into Google hope for the best if you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's that. That's basically um, kind of how it started. I'd say it's introduced to me from my older cousin because she was allowed to go out and I wasn't. But the minute I turned eighteen, <laughs> I was out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hopefully we'll talk more about that world uh, afterwards as well. But um, do you have anyone else um, other than Black Coffee and Jesse J on your first day? Um, not so much my first day because I would say that a lot of it is like the experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, the experiences are very heavy with this festival. So although we do have Jesse, we do have Black Coffee Making, our festival goers are encouraged to make music, to interact, to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's why I said we have that the that main mic. event, that oh, open shit. mic thing. Oh, and we kind of vibe from there. Kind of turns a bit karaoke-ish. Yes. But, you know, oh. it kind of gets, kicks off like that. I love that a lot, and I think that's really, uh, really brilliant. So we'll move on to the next day in a second, where we're talking about the theme of artists, but like... Uh, is there much of a nightlife at the Chill Out Festival? What's what's the party vibe there? Um, I mean, it, it goes on to the early hours of the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know what you mean by nightlife because people are out in this in the night. Do you mean like clubby clubby? Yeah, like well, yeah. What's um? Is there a kind of a with festivals sometimes there's like a, a party atmosphere afterwards. Like after the okay. main show is finished, oh, okay. there's, there's okay. a literally a, a nightlife. If if that makes sense. Do you know what? It can lead that way yeah especially with the open the open mic or open band whatever you want to call it they could throw something in the work play a melody and it gets everyone going and we just continue to vibe like that Mm -hmm. so it's not that it can't but i think that people that come to this festival are coming for something specific Mm -hmm. um it's not necessarily like your glastonbury or like you don't really come with that kind of Glastonbury experience, like expectation of that type of experience. Yeah, I think that I think that's a. I like it because you're keeping it open ended. People can yeah. choose what they want to do. It's yeah. quite, yeah. it's quite nice. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I'm in the uh, closet room, uh, just, uh, <laughs> in the cloak room. No, you're out now. You're out now. You're behind a bar. You're behind a bar now. So oh, cheers, getting closer, mate. Getting closer to the stage. Uh, Matt, can you uh, can you clean up the WKD stains on the floor? <laughs> like, uh, I'm not <laughs> worst festival ever. <laughs> um, brilliant. So let's have a look at your second day. Uh, who uh, who have you got to uh, play on this day? So the second day, we're going back in time a little bit, and we're gonna go with like some Destiny Child. Oh, hello! Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We're gonna have some Beyonce, yeah. some Kelly, and Michelle. So um. yeah, Destiny Child. <laughs> so are they are they headlining this Saturday? They are headlining this Saturday. Uh, if if you to be honest, if you had said otherwise, I probably would have ended the recording. So <laughs> it's it was sacrilegious. Uh, yes. So yeah, Destiny's Child. Uh, I don't think there's anyone who's listened to us who don't know who they are. But how would you describe them? Uh, um, yeah, who? Uh, how would you describe them to anyone who's never heard of Destiny's Child? Destiny's Child are Destiny's Child. <laughs> See, Destiny was pregnant for nine months and had and birthed three. 
amazing <laughs> children and they literally changed the world's life at least for a moment mm-hmm. you know listening to destiny child even if you're not a massive fan you've definitely heard a song from them absolutely and i would actually gambit more like i would actually say that i i don't really know the back catalog of destiny's child but if they were playing at a festival i would go absolutely blummy like i'd go wild do you know what I mean? exactly like, yeah. um, exactly i would drop the uh the, the soapy bucket of water to clean up the bar <laughs> i would go crazy yeah yeah exactly so they are definitely um three amazing ladies that will grace the stages and you know with Destiny Child, obviously, they're no longer a group and they've all gone off to have their individual's careers. Mm-hmm. But what this section of the um, the, the festival is mainly just to go back in time because a lot, I think Destiny Child may have broken up, I don't quote me, I'm thinking before the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, but I know they were still like making music in the 1990s. So that's just a way just to go back to some, some classics, you know, Absolutely. like and just take people down memory lane, a bit of a sing along. Yeah. And also, just to let you know that any kind of of my headliners, their lyrics are in the background, like on a big projector. Oh, really? So it's kind of like an instant karaoke. Exactly. So it's all about the community spirit of everyone kind of getting involved and singing. Gotcha. That's nice. Uh, I I really like that. And so were you a massive fan of Destiny's Child at the time? And um, uh, were you into it uh, when you were younger? Yeah. I mean, the first album that my dad... Well, that I saved money up for, that my dad took me to HMV. Do you remember HMV? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought the first album's Writings on the Wall. Yes. And I remember it came they just in two parts. So you open the CD and then there's just one CD there and there's one CD there. Yeah, yeah. And I think I got, like, the bonus track albums. Mm-hmm. So they had some, like, songs that weren't released. But if you bought that, you mm-hmm. can have a listen. But, yeah, I was a massive fan. I grew up listening to a lot of american r&b that kind of thing because my parents loved mtv bass oh really yeah. at the time yeah so they just have that playing on so then i then watch mm-hmm. destiny child was popping at that time you know and then obviously like going into school you know you've got your well i've got my girl click and i've got my friend who always wants to be beyonce <laughs> you know and we kind of like would take on terms of being beyonce <laughs> and blah 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 <laughs> Yeah. yeah and um but yeah i i would say like not only musically but destiny child just remind me of just really happy experiences in my childhood mm-hmm. of like and also like representation as well like it's just nice seeing someone like who looks a bit like you or you yeah. probably don't look like me but you know what i mean like black ex-successful mm-hmm. making great music and you just kind of think oh like one day even though i can't see sing i want to be a singer <laughs> but i can play drums but so. i can play the drums <laughs> exactly so they are they are like big inspo for me growing yeah. up I'm glad you said that. It's really uh, wonderful to hear as well. Um, yeah. I, I think you kind of covered it, but uh, I, I just wanted to kind of explore this further. Uh, so why did you pick Destiny's Child rather than Beyonce as a solo artist? Do you like Beyonce as a solo artist? Or is it like, what's what was uh, why, why Destiny's Child rather than Beyonce? I do like Beyonce as an individual artist, mm-hmm. but I think that for this particular, what I wanted was a Destiny Child experience because mm-hmm. it's rare. Mm-hmm. They have broken up. 
So headline and Destiny Child is like, oh, they've put, they're coming together to do this for yeah. this festival. <laughs> you know, Beyonce's having a hundred kids. <laughs> Kelly Rowland's doing this. Michelle, what? You where are you? I haven't seen you in ages. Might throw Latoya back in. She left ages ago. <laughs> but you know, like it's just more for that buzz. Like not to say that Beyonce can't create a buzz. Like mm-hmm. hello, she's Queen B. But I think that Destiny Child, it's been rumored like they'll never ever do music again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with my you know, yes. convincing ways, <laughs> get them in together and just have like this like one-off festival with them. I think it was sick. The the way that you did that, just for 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 the audio, <laughs> um, people who are listening at home, uh, Lola just did like a Mr. Burns stamp to her hands and rubbed them like, <laughs> yes, in my meddling ways. Yeah, so Destiny Child, that's why. Brilliant. Well, well, yeah. So, uh, thank you for being so uh, open. It's very, uh, very, very warming to hear. So, who else is playing and supporting Destiny Child on that day? To be honest with you, at this point, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's know. Fine. It could be you. Yes. You know? I might be like, right, right. So, you know what? Have five minutes. <laughs> right. So, this is the first ever time where Matt Hoss. <laughs> It's being given a slot. I can't <laughs> sing, but I will give it a fair crack, to be exactly, fair. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as I said, like, I think it's this festival, although it's a music festival, it's an experience festival as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that to not pull everyone away from the experiences all the time and being in front of the main stage, mm-hmm. like, it's important for them to actually go, have the experience because that's what it is as well. So let's explore that avenue a bit more because we did talk about a lot of different things. But what other what other cool experiences uh, do you think that might be out there for people? So apart from like the spa experiences yeah. as well, you can also have like a virtual reality experience. Oh, okay, cool. As well, so you put on those like big goggles mm-hmm. and stuff, and you can go to different places. You can be in anywhere in the world and have different experiences there. Um, there's like um tarot card readers as well. If you can kind of like get someone to mm-hmm. read your cards okay. palm readers mm-hmm. you can get like zodiac people to kind of i don't know not like a mystic meg but just someone to kind of talk a bit talk to you a bit more about your higher self because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quite into that kind of stuff to be honest so i think there's a an air of spirituality to this festival yeah. not just what you just said but also there seems to be there's that tranquility it's a kind of finding yourself it's looking at the past of a destiny child but also uh, looking to where you are now as well exactly yeah exactly yeah so it, yeah it's going to be a journey this festival isn't it yeah as i said as i said in the beginning it's kind of like a retreaty mm-hmm. it's a bit like a retreat but it's an experience it's like oh my god this was like the best festival i've ever been to not only did i get to listen to sick music but i i feel refreshed like mm-hmm. i don't the experience is not to leave the festival thinking oh my god like oh i'm so drained yeah. um i want you to leave the festival feeling refreshed i needed that you know that one yeah. like i needed that and then they can go into the world and be awesome. Well, that's actually a really interesting point because um, most music festivals, like by the Monday, everyone's like kind of dirty and kind of t- <laughs> hung over and like just haven't slept in like three days. So yeah, it's not a bad shout to kind of like have a revitalizing kind it's of a, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get you. I get yeah, you. and we have a lot of um like holistic mm-hmm. options. Yeah, if you know uh, what I mean. What kind of holistic options do you have? Holistic options. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of holistic op- options, you know, different type of teas, different type of herbs, different type of, you know, 
foods that you can eat, try, and that sort of yeah. nature. Holistic. What kind of holistic? Holistic. Holistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like I've even got a room that's just like an aromatherapy room. Oh, nice. So it's all about different s- senses and tastes. Exactly. And, uh, but talk about sense and taste. Um, what um, do you have any specific type of food at your festival, or like, is there anything like kind of a yeah? Is there any kind of like, cuisine that you'd like to uh, uh, talk about? I want to say something specific. I think everything is pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, like I don't know. Have you been to Planet Organic? Uh, I haven't. I don't think. Uh, but okay. uh, I've been definitely been to places like it though. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's that kind of like. I wouldn't say it's vegan. It's 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 healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not like getting a quick burger and chips and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. As I said, it's this festival is for a specific type of person. So you know you're gonna mm-hmm. have you some beautiful vegetables, some couscous. If you mm-hmm. like some fish, there's some salmon. Mm-hmm. You know you can order it. You can get it made in front of you. There's little pods that you can kind of have a dining experiences where you've got butlers coming to your table, <laughs> or you know you can just kind of eat it on the go. It's totally up to you. Is that everything or something for everyone? This is definitely, uh, I think, I haven't asked the price of this festival, but it definitely seems quite high-end with butlers coming about. <laughs> but then again, the, the, the butlers are working for free, because apparently that's, that's what we need done. <laughs> so, do you want more couscous, madame? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, I'm not going to push you for too many more artists, but yeah, did you have any uh, other final artists you would like over your weekend? The thing is, yeah, I was going to say Adele, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like I've had Jesse, mm-hmm. I've had Destiny Child, and then I have Adele. The budget <laughs> needed for these three amazing acts. Well, according to my <laughs> spreadsheet, I am yeah. over budget by a lot. Well, this is a this is a <laughs> dream festival. So, uh, hey, I will I'll dip into my into my butler's <laughs> pension and we'll happily pay for Adele for you. Yeah, I would say, I would say, like, but I would make her, like, a surprise guest. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, like, no one knows. There's always, like, a surprise. So, you have to, so, to make people stay for the whole three days. Mm -hmm. And then she just kind of be, like, that surprise guest that comes out. I think, actually, Adele's kind of perfect for the Sunday evening. Because Sunday evening is quite, it's a bit more relaxed. It's a bit more of a closing off the festival. But, uh, yeah, Adele is that kind of spirit, I would say. Yes, agreed. Yeah, well, that's a pretty awesome festival you have there. You have a lot of um, lot of uh, stuff for the soul, a lot of stuff for the ears. But yeah, I think it's time to head to the final part of the podcast called Floor Fillers. As with event management, things are bound to go wrong. So here's a couple of hypothetical questions that Lola has to deal with in the manner that she sees fit. Let's start with a hard one. I'm really sorry about this one. But, oh no, Destiny's Child have cancelled last minute. Who do you get to replace them? That was a hard one, isn't it? <laughs> I feel genuinely really bad. Don't you know what? Oh Let's... Next! <laughs> they can't cancel. What do you mean? 
okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let me. Can I, I'll do an easier version of it. Uh, <clears throat> oh no, Matt Hoss has cancelled last minute. Who do you get to replace Matt Hoss? Destiny Child. Uh. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> They'll do an extended set. Matt exactly. was unreliable. <laughs> My goodness, you have one extra slot to fill on your stage. However, your sponsors say that you have to pick someone from your most recently played on Spotify or other streaming service. Who's someone on your most recently played that you would like to pick? Okay, hold on. Oh, it's Rihanna. Rihanna, that's pretty good. Yeah, Rihanna's not bad. <laughs> but she's going to be like, oh, I'm busy making clothes and lingerie. Like, I don't do music anymore. Nah, she, she'll, she'll come back for this one. But, yeah, um, she would. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've wrote this as a multi-purpose question, so it doesn't quite fit into your uh, festival. But your fans are in the mosh pit. They're crowd surfing, and they are doing something called the Lola. What do you think that might be? <laughs> the Lola is a take of the hula yeah. with a dab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was going to argue that the Lola uh, was uh, um, not going to the festival, but opening up a window to hear it. So. <laughs> no, we've got Hula and Dabbing together. Yeah, Hula and Dabbing, nice. Oh dear, someone's running late and you need to fill for time, but fortunately, one of your favourite celebrities is willing to do a DJ set for you. They don't have to be a DJ, but which celebrity would you pick to fill that slot? Uh, Idris Abwa. Oh, because you have to, because you yeah. have to be a DJ. I'm not gonna yeah. have a, sh- a, a sh- rubbish set, am I? <laughs> Hello, Idris. Uh, yeah, get your headphones. Let's go. <laughs> it's, a, it's really nice to be here. It's like, oh, yeah. right, chop, oh, yeah, chop. Yeah, chop, chop. Let's go. <laughs> Finally, well, let's finish with this one. Your festival loves you, Lola, and they want you to sing one song at the festival. If you had to join in one song to join any artist on stage. Uh, which song would you pick and which artist would you pick? What would I pick? Um, oh my god, what would I pick? What would I pick? What would I pick? You know what? I say, Matt, this is your moment. And I'll give you the slot. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the slot. You want me to sing? I'll, yeah. I'll sing. Um, yeah, okay. Um, well, uh, <laughs> we can, we can sing. well, we should do a duet together. That'd be nice. I'll play the drums. <laughs> 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 well, uh, what, what an amazing festival. Thank you, so uh, That's the end of Floor Fillers, and that's the end of the podcast. Uh, Lola, have you enjoyed yourself? I have. I'm sad that it's over now. Well, you are more than welcome to come back in the future. Uh, we'd love to see a Chill Out Festival Part 2 as well. But yeah, um, where can people find you online, Lola? And would you like to plug anything? Yeah, so it's Lola Jagan. I'm on Instagram, Twitter... And that's, yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, well, thank you ever so much. And uh, if you like this podcast, please uh, please support us. Uh, you can check out past episodes for free. Why don't you leave us a review, a uh, five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and tell your friends about it as well. You can follow me at Matt Hoss Comedy on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. And uh, why don't you say a massive thank you to my wonderful guest, Lola Jagan. Yay!